Hi friends, welcome to the Inspiring Heights podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Kaiser, and I am so excited to be here with you today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the 12 Days of Christmas series here on Inspiring Heights. Typically, we launch podcasts every other Monday, but seeing as how Christmas is the most amazing and beautiful and wonderful time of the year, we thought there was really nothing better than having 12 days in a row where we could talk about all sorts of fun Christmas things. So we are super glad you're here. Let's get to it. It seems like there are two groups of people, those who love to shop for gifts and those who absolutely dread it. (laughs) I happen to be one of those who adore gift shopping and giving. I legit find so much joy in finding the special gift and then anticipating the other person's response. I also know though that gift giving can be stressful for a handful of different reasons. So in today's 12 Days of Christmas show, I thought it would be helpful for us to debunk some of the myths that can leave us feeling stuck and stressed and bring back some joy to gift giving this Christmas season. There are probably a bajillion reasons why people might not enjoy the gift giving process, but today we're going to focus our attention on four of them. First, we are afraid that our gifts won't measure up to others' expectations. Have you ever been in this awkward gift-giving situation? Like maybe your gift is way smaller than the gift that you're receiving. Or it's the opposite. It's much more elaborate. Either way, it can get awkward pretty quickly. (laughs) How about when the excitement level of the person receiving your gift is like nine and a half points below yours? What are we even supposed to do in that space? Pretend like we're happy, even though inside we're like melting with either embarrassment or disappointment. I would actually contend that the what we do to get out of that situation is to adjust our mindset before we even find ourselves there. The thing is, when we are feeling those things, it's because we've put a lot of pressure on the gift that we're giving to bring great happiness to that person. But what if we released that pressure and instead assumed a posture that we enjoyed shopping for this loved one and we just find pleasure in giving them the gift? We are in no way needing or expecting this gift to change their life. So when we are the people with level 10 excitement on Christmas morning and our loved ones are at a level one, we're totally okay because we know that we enjoyed the process of finding and giving the gift. Two, the pursuit of the perfect gift. This one plagues so, so many of us. Have you ever found yourself scrolling for hours looking at gift giving guide after gift giving guide to find the perfect gift? It seems like the older we get, the more challenging it becomes to find gifts that are meaningful and practical and unique and exciting and useful. Hmm, I wonder if that's though because that's a lot of boxes to check. I mean, the Barbie doll we got when we were kids was far from practical or useful. 
let's be honest, it was actually just for fun. (laughs) So is it possible that we are putting far too much pressure on these gifts? Maybe one year it is practical and the next it's just fun. And maybe sometimes we do find the perfect gift and the next year it's just the heartfelt effort of giving that counts. Don't get hung up on perfect. I promise it really isn't getting us any closer to finding the ideal present. It's just sucking the joy out of the gift buying process. Third, budget. I talked about budget back in our Christmas in July episode, but this seems like far too of an important topic to bypass. It can be really, really exciting to start shopping for those we love. Strolling through Target and finding the coolest new toys for the kiddos in our family. Hitting shields for hunting gear for hubby. And the home store to find that perfect thing for our mom. But if we don't do the gift giving thing in the right order, we might quickly find that by the time we get home from hitting just those three stores, we've racked up a credit card bill that we were not expecting and we do not have the means to pay off. So we start with a list and a budget. Our lists should be complete. Who are we planning to give gifts for? include our work friends, our neighbors, our pastor, our close friends, our families, and so on and so forth. And then write down your max dollar amount. A quick, friendly, huge dose of encouragement. Stay inside your means during this Christmas season. We really don't want to have a $500 gift budget if we really only have $250 to spend. Once we have our budget and our list, it can be really helpful to put some dollar amounts next to people. For example, you probably are planning to spend more money on your hubby than you are on your work friends. This can help you as you field your gift options. One final thought on the budget side. Don't downplay the treasure of a homemade gift. Just because it doesn't cost a lot of money doesn't mean that it's any less meaningful. Plates of homemade cookies a fresh loaf of your famous sourdough bread, a handwritten card that tells that person why they're special to you. There are things that cost very little that can be just as, if not more meaningful than an expensive gift. And finally, time. Raise your hand if you have ever bought a Christmas present on Christmas Eve before. (laughs) This used to be my dad's trick. We would go see my mom's family on Christmas Eve, and dad would need to stop by a store or two on our way to pick up some very last-minute gifts. (laughs) It can be challenging sometimes to fit in going to all the stores and dealing, I mean strolling, with all the people who find themselves Christmas shopping in December. Mental note, start earlier next year. (laughs) Here are a few ideas that can help. First, consider what your friends sell. Do they have a home business that you can support for Christmas? Perfect. You place your order, support a friend, find a unique gift, don't have to go to the store, and that is a win-win-win. Two, look where you are. Go into a craft show or shopping downtown with some girlfriends. Take your Christmas list with you. Those moments, though they are not solely dedicated to Christmas shopping, can be like a killing two birds with one stone kind of situation. And finally, consider batching Christmas shopping. Sometimes we really just do need an hour to sit down, scroll, consider, cross-check different places for the best price, and then order or go pick up. 
grab a peppermint latte, light a candle, and make it an enjoyable Christmas season moment. Friends, I hope these tips were helpful. Remember, the gifts fade. It's our relationships that matter. So don't get too hung up on the item and enjoy the process. All right, it's now time for our 12 Days of Christmas Christmas tradition moment. When I was a kid, after we would get home from hanging out with my mom's side of the family on Christmas Eve, we would crawl under the Christmas tree and shake the presents. My dad was always on the floor with us kids, and my mom would always warn us not to shake too hard because you never know what gifts might be breakable. It's such a fond memory. It makes my heart so happy to remember. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in today to the 12 Days of Christmas here on Inspiring Heights. We hope that today's episode left you feeling inspired and full of Christmas cheer. Hey, you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Inspiring Heights or on our website, inspiringheights.org. If you haven't already, we would love it if you would subscribe to the podcast and leave a comment so that people who have never listened before have a sense of what the show is about even before they hit play. Okay, friends, until next time, take a deep breath and be inspired where your feet are. Bye for now.